stop that I've probably gone way too far I've probably gone way too far to begin with because uh, YouTube has been a little bitch lately and they're gonna fucking tell me that um, you know I can't play that they're gonna tell me that it's not right that I'm playing that uh, it's copyright infringement whatever but who cares who cares I'm going to uh, I'm gonna put it back on that screen for a second <laughs> while, I, while I lower my other camera I think it's a little a little too high guys and I may uh, be a little too high as well but what can you do right let's go down to about there oh yeah that looks uh that looks beautiful I'm not um I'm not using my uh my lavalier mic tonight either um, and I'll tell you why, because I fucking forgot about it, that's why. But I believe that the iPad is going to pick up the audio just nicely, and it's going to be just fine. I started this thing once already, and I did it for like, I don't know, five minutes, and I remembered that I had the air conditioner on, so that was no bueno. So I turned the air conditioner off, I restarted, rebooted, restarted the fucking song, did every goddamn thing again. And I think we've got, excuse me, I think we got everything up and running correctly. Coming correct right now is what we're doing. I'm going to zoom in just a tad bit more. Oh, that's fucking glorious right there. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> my good friend Deborah Pietrofesso, Deb Deb, told me that I was using the word beautiful a little too much today. And I mean... Can you use the word beautiful too much? I don't think so. So, screw you, Deb Deb. You can't use that word too much. I've got a box right here. I'm going to open the box. 
What's in the box? What is in the box? Well, we're going to open it. We're going to see. I just got this delivery. Oh, fuck. I had my fucking... I had my knife out, and I put it away because I thought I could fucking open this box, but they got some industrial-strength Gorilla Glue tape on this motherfucker or something, so pull the knife back out. What is in the box? Well, we have three hats, and all three of them are already accounted for, so I'm going to have to make another order because I've got some other orders that uh, have come in that people want, so... What is this? Well, this is my new fucking hat right here. My Craft Conversations hat. What? What? So I've got one going to a buddy of mine. Um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Rainey. He's up there in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go away from this shot because my hair is atrocious. So I'm gonna take this other hat off. <laughs> put this, I'm gonna put this new hat on. But I don't want you to see my hair because it's just it's outrageous, really. There's nothing fun about it at all. I've got to uh, downsize this hat one notch. We're gonna curl this in just a tad bit. We're gonna put it on. We're gonna keep the tags on for tonight, really. That's what we're gonna do. What do you think about that, guys? My new craft conversations hat. If you want one, hit me up. Um, it takes a little while for delivery. I can't remember when I placed this order, but I just got it today. It was supposed to be here like three days ago, and then it got delayed somewhere up in Charlotte, and it finally got here. Uh, if you want one, hit me up. Message me on Instagram. You can message me on the YouTube video. You can message me on my Facebook page, uh, Craft Conversations. You can also message me on my personal page, Brian Dales Senior, or you can hit me up at uh, my email, which I think I might have my email on here somewhere. Or maybe I've taken it off. Yeah, I think I've taken it off. You can hit me up on my email, craftconversationspod at gmail.com. If you'd like to place an order, 30 bucks for the hat, I'll give it to you. I'll send it to you. Give me your address. Um, I accept, uh, god damn, I got a bug on me. A bug in my hand. I accept, um, I don't accept PayPal. We'll talk about those guys in a second. I do accept uh, Cash App, uh, Apple Pay, and Venmo. Apple Pay is the easiest, really. I'm already set up with that. Cash App is pretty easy as well. Venmo, it's all right. I would go, probably go in that order. Apple Pay, of course, if you're not an Apple person, then, of course, fucking the other two goddamn work for you, but... I'm an Apple person, so Apple Pay works best for me. Send me the, the, the money. Give me an address. Hit me up at those fucking places I told you. YouTube, Instagram, uh, a couple Facebook pages. You can email me. And we'll get you set up with a hat. Um, I, I dig it. I like it. It's comfortable. It's the first time I put it on. The first hat out of the box. Uh, I've got two more that I ordered. They're already accounted for. If you want one, hit me up. I will get you one. For shizzle. For shizzle, my nizzle. All right, so what are we doing tonight, guys? We're doing a show. We haven't done a show. Oh, I'm going to relax here for a second just talk about it. We have not done a show in probably, I want to say it's been a month. And you know what? You might want to get used to that because what's going to happen is I'm going to take off here uh, July 9th. I'm, I'm heading out to Minneapolis-St. Paul to the airport there, Minnesota. And, man, it's going to be tough. I'm not taking my MacBook Pro with me. My MacBook Pro is how I render uh, this audio and this video. And I, and I export it and I import it and I fucking uh, do all kind of stuff with it to get it loaded up to the Podbean RSS feed to, to shoot out to Spotify and iTunes and all the podcast places, and then also use that to upload it to YouTube. Well, I'm not going to be doing that out there in the field. It's just too much. You know, if I took the MacBook Pro, I'd have to take it. I'd have to take a hard drive. I'd have to take a, a power supply. It's just too much. It's really too much. So I'm not going to be doing any shows in the road. So... 
I know this one is a month late because I should be doing one uh, once a week. So it's probably three weeks late, I guess. But um, I just can't take all this stuff with me. So what I'm going to do, I might do one, two more shows before I hit the road. I've, I've got a couple weeks to go. Three weeks, maybe. I'll hit the, hit the road July 9th. I'm heading out to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Going out there to paddle the Mississippi River. Once I get out there, I'm going to carry my iPad with me. I'm going to carry my two iPhones with me. I'm hoping to carry, I'm, I'm still looking up some of the rules uh, as far as United Airlines, is what I, as far as what I can take with me as far as a carry-on. So I want to take both of my tripods. I want to take both of my phones. I want to take my iPad. I'm going to take my mount for the canoe that I've been using on my kayak here the past couple times. So many things I want to take, but so I will be doing um, shows on Facebook Live and I'll be doing some Instagram Live from the road. I'll be posting, of course, pictures and videos and those type things. But I won't be doing an actual podcast, I don't believe, unless I can figure out some other way to do it from the road. And I mean, there's really, well, I don't know. I'll have to see. If the audio is okay and the lighting is okay and all that kind of shit, I might upload a video to YouTube if it'll let me do it on my iPad. On my iPad. But I'm not sure. I haven't tested it. I don't know what the uh, parameters are on it, if it'll do it, if it'll upload, if the iPad has the capacity to do it. But if it does, then I'll put up a fucking show. But I've already got two of the three guys that are going with me, you know, those four of us going out to the, to the Mississippi and doing this whole thing. So I've already got two of the guys that said, yes, they are down for the cause and they want to do a, a podcast with me. So we're going to do some. That's why I want to carry my, my tripads. Fuck tripods with me why I always say tripods <laughs> but we're going to get them out there um, I hope to do at least an in individual show with all three of the guys I'd like to do an all-encompassing podcast with all four of us you know and just maybe have two cameras set up and just kind of going back and forth at, there at the campsite or on a river or I don't know. Whatever. I've got so many plans, so many things I want to do. But I will be providing some content is what I'm saying. Whether it be pictures, videos, podcasts, live streams. We're doing all kind of stuff. Uh, speaker went off, as always, of course. Uh, what, what, uh, what, what did we play up front there? We played the dueling banjos from Deliverance. I thought it was apropos. For today, I just went out and did a 10.44-mile kayak trip today on the Ashley River all by myself. And when I get out there by myself, I get back deep into the, to the crevices of the river, uh, the narrows, the thins. I often uh, remark on this movie, and I often think about this movie and, and, and the dueling banjos and everything as I'm looking along both bank lines, wondering, and, and especially when I see some campsite type uh, things set up, you know, as far as some benches, maybe a towel here, maybe a shirt hanging up in the tree, maybe a camp chair, whatever. I always uh, think about that, that movie, and I think, man, what is happening here? Am I going to get accosted? Is, is something going to happen to me? Am I going to get, you know, some some shade from the, <laughs> from the bank? And... Luckily, I have not. Uh, no time that I've been out on the river have I felt threatened or accosted or um, in danger of any sorts. But I normally carry at least my firearm. Uh, sometimes I carry some other stuff, some knives. Um, sometimes I carry a, a, a calf knife that I put on my, on my foot, on my calf. So it's called a calf knife, right? That uh, was normally what I called my gator knife. You know, if a gator came into the boat, I was just going to fucking stab that motherfucker in the head and, and wrestle it and do whatever I had to do to get it, uh, you know, out of the boat and get it off of me. And, and um, you know, I don't want to kill an animal, but it comes down to either me or that fucking animal, right? So one of us has to 
at least be injured or scattered or you know scared away but sometimes uh, death is what's gonna happen I'm all over the place already as always I'm not drinking on the show tonight guys I've uh, I had a beer or two after my kayak trip I just felt like uh, drinking as a matter of fact I went to a venue I'm not gonna name names and I ordered a beer, and I'm sitting there drinking my beer about halfway through it. All of a sudden, the manager slash bartender comes up to me and says, Hey, um, just to let you know, that beer is paid for, and your next uh, beer is paid for. And um, you're welcome. I mean, that's all they, that's all they told me. The, the Whoever paid for my beer is going to rename remain anonymous but it just reminds me that uh, you know this world is fine guys everybody's talking about the fucking world is going to hell in a handbasket everybody's talking about um you know we need to to get rid of biden we need to reelect trump and and get our country back where's our country going our country ain't gone any fucking where our country is right here our country is the same as it's always been it's a great fucking place to live is it the best place in the world i'm not sure if it is or not but it's a pretty goddamn good place, and everybody that, that is, and I'm going to use the fucking term, and I hate it, fear-mongering, and trying to tell you that, uh, you know, the Democrats and Biden have stolen your country, and this country is gone, and we need to take our country back. Nobody's fucking stolen the country. It's fucking right here. It's the same as it's always been. I am 49 years old in two more months. Two, two, two and a half. I don't know. Whatever. Do the math. 49 years old. I've been through Reagan. I've been through fucking Jimmy Carter. I've been through goddamn, um, uh, you know, both Bushes. I've been through Barack Obama. I've been through Clinton. I've been through uh, Trump now. All these fucking people I've been through, my life has not changed one goddamn bit. I've been in the military. I was in the military for 21 plus years. I did uh, government contracting for three. Uh, before that, you know, I just worked uh, odd jobs around town, whatever, as a teenager. I grew up as a kid and, and went to fucking all three schools, elementary, middle, high school. I went to college for a little bit. I joined the military. I've been uh, married. I've been unmarried. I've been divorced. Um, I've got kids. I've done all the things that you can fucking possibly do in, throughout your lifetime, uh, more than most people will do in their lifetime. And I can tell you right here and right now that I have not noticed, I really have not noticed one iota of fucking difference in any of the goddamn presidents that ever has ever been um, elected in my lifetime. Uh, did I pay a little bit more taxes here? Did I pay a little bit less here? Did I get a little bit more of a raise here in my uh, you know military income to keep up with inflation? Did I get a little, little less here? Yeah, a little up and down, a little up and down, but goddamn it, nothing has really fucking changed in my lifetime. It's not a big goddamn deal. Everybody's out here fighting and risking their lives and giving their lives and fucking invading goddamn places and fucking raiding places and having insurrections and all this stuff over fucking presence. It doesn't fucking matter. Jesus fucking Christ. It really doesn't. Think about it. Go back and think about it. Really, seriously think about it. From the day you were born or from the day you can fucking remember memories, you know, five years old, four years old, six, whatever, to the time, to, to the age you are now. What the fuck has changed in your lifetime that has really got you all, you know, wound up into a fucking ball? I don't even know what the word, what, what the words are I'm trying to say, but what the fuck has happened in that time span that has really fucked up your life? What has really changed your life in a horrible fucking way, or in a great way, with any of the presidents that you've had in your lifetime. Tell me. I'll wait. Email me. Fucking message me. Tell me. If there's something significant, something just out of this fucking world, um, up on the scale, way out there, that's not just boop, 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 kind of the same, a little different, the same, a little different, maybe a little more different, the same. No. Nothing's fucking goddamn changing. 
And that's the problem. And that's the good thing. It's kind of a conundrum, right? I mean, the problem is nothing's changing and, and change is the only constant in this world. And hopefully change for the better and for the good. But nothing has really changed in politics. Now, a lot of stuff has changed technology-wise and, and whatever, but I don't think that was because of a presidency. I think the presidency is just there. Ooh, I don't know what it's there for, but it, it's an absolute, it's, it's a, not an absolute, it's a fucking, it's a process that's fucking dumb. It's stupid. No one person should be in charge of 330 fucking goddamn million people. Um, I think we need to split up into some territories and some different things and have people in charge of all those areas. We'll still be the United States. There's one guy, one girl, one person that is in charge of the entire ball of wax. But we need to fucking divvy it up, you know. And I'm not talking about divvying, divvying it up into 50 fucking goddamn pieces, but maybe some quadrants, you know, uh, four quadrants that equal a whole... But I'm not getting into politics, guys. I don't even know what how that whole rant started, but we are okay, is what I'm saying. Don't believe the hype, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, and eh, not so much, uh, Facebook, yeah. Don't believe the hype. Fox News, Newsmax, OAN, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC. New York Times, Washington Post, Daily News, whatever. Don't believe the hype. They've all got their stories to spin. They've all got their, um, you know, dollar, dollar they're trying to make and, and uh, Pulitzer Prizes and Nobel Prizes and whatever they're trying to, to, to accomplish. But they're really just spinning a web of lies. The world, well, let's not go into the world, but the United States is fine. We're going to be fine. We've been fine. Um, should we do things better? Can we do things better? Yes. I think what that's going to start with is, is going to start with a revamping of the political system. And we've got to get back to some grassroots thinking of really thinking about the people. We need to get away from this fucking capitalism bullshit because it's got everybody in everybody's pockets and all everybody thinks about is dollar signs. And I'll tell you what, pretty soon dollar signs are going to be gone because it's going to be something different. Uh, we're going to get rid of dollars and cents and it's going to be a new thing that we have to contend with, uh, not contend with, grow with and be with and, and uh, live with. But we have to figure out a new way of doing things. And I don't think politics are there. I don't think this uh, three legislation um, system that we have going on, I don't think the current uh, currency that we have going on is good. I don't think that we are utilizing... Fuck. Alright. I'm backing off of this. I'm backing up. Beep! Beep! So I went up to uh, Mr. Slayton Johnson's a couple weeks ago. He is uh, he he sold a house up there near Gatlinburg, Tennessee. He uh, moved down to Columbia for a little while, stayed with his uh, wife's in-laws, bought a new house up near. Fuck, what was the name of the goddamn place up there? I Dangeridge. Dangridge, Dangridge, Tennessee, doesn't matter. He bought a new place. I went up there, uh, stayed at his place for a few days. Uh, Lay and I went up there. I meant to bring Lay out into the, to the trailer tonight, but I did not. We went up to, I think it's called Dangridge. We stayed there for a few days. We went out on the uh, Pigeon River. We did some uh, whitewater rafting out there. We, uh, which is where Caleb and I went, you know, the first time we went up and saw Slayton. And uh, he dumped me out of the boat, if you remember that. We went to the French Broad, which we had to cross over into North Carolina to go over there. 
a lot of great rafting, man. It's always a great time with Slayton. I love that dude. Uh, I love his wife, Lily. They're they're fantastic people. Very giving, very uh, grounded, um, just fantastic people. And anytime I can get up there and see those guys, I'm going to go up there and see them. Hopefully, they come down here. We can meet, uh, you know, in the middle, some other places. But I had a great time on the river. Slayton is a fantastic guide, and now Lily is a guide as well. She's training to be. And both of them are just uh, very professional, very thorough. They they know what they're doing. Um, if you want to go down the river, they're going to take you for a, a fantastic ride. They're going to give you great conversation, great jokes, just sarcasm, whatever. Sarcasm? Sarcasm. And he's, you know, why did I put the emphasis on sarcasm? Sarcasm. They're going to give you a great time. So I, I don't know. I used to do an ad for Slayton. Uh, TN. Fuck. I can't even remember the goddamn thing. So I'm not going to say it. But I may put it up in the notes or in a picture or something, you know, on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I've got a business card of his. But I don't know if they're still doing some some private trips. But he's also working for... Um, a white rudder rafting guide um, company there in Pigeon Forge, or not Pigeon Forge, uh, off the Pigeon River. God, I'm all over the place. I'm not drinking a beer because I don't have a beer, really, but that person did buy me a couple beers, and that brought me back to the river, okay? So somebody brought me a couple beers, bought me a couple beers up there where I was, and just, man... I don't know if it was because I was wearing a, you know, camouflage hat. Um, well, that's not this hat, but where did I put that hat? You know, I was wearing my my three my third Meg Group hat out of um, Alaska. It used to be the six seventy third Meg Group, and then they merged uh, and did a change of command, change of whatever, and renamed it the Third Medical Group when we um, combined and became a joint base with uh, Fort Richardson up there. We became the third med group. So I don't know if I was wearing this hat and somebody saw that and said, oh, that's a veteran. You know, let's buy them a couple of beers. That's normally the way it goes. I was also wearing a Spartan shirt, so it could have been somebody that's a, a big Spartan supporter and decided, hey, that guy's a Spartan. I'm a Spartan. Let's buy that guy a couple of beers. So got a couple of drinks, and that's fantastic. I was out on the river and also praised humanity because there was a bunch of um, you know logs and obstructions across the river that sometimes you have to, to port it you have to get out the boat you have to go around you have to go over you have to go under uh, sometimes you just turn around and go to fuck back where you're going from which is what I did where you came from which is what I did today but a lot of people go out there in their boats and their kayaks and whatever and they bring hand saws they bring hatchets they bring chainsaws and they go out there and they clear the way for other boaters that are coming out there. And I consider myself a boater, even though I'm in a kayak and pretty soon I'm going to be in a canoe. But you don't have to be in a motorized boat to be considered a boater. So people are taking care of other people out there on the river. And it's just a, it's a camaraderie. It's a, it's a family. It's a, it's, um, it's a friendship out there. You know, people are looking out for the other people that are coming up and down the river. They want to make it accessible. They want to make it clean. Uh, they go out, you know, Slayton and Lily, they went out with uh, the, the, the Pigeon River guys, um, I think the weekend after I was there, and they were supposed to do a, a, a litter pickup. So people just, you know, they love nature. They love to keep it clean. They love to keep it pristine and make it accessible and nice and, and, and pretty for all the other participants that are going to come down that river eventually, whether it be a man, a woman, a family, um, a fucking wolf, a goddamn deer, keep America clean, you know? Let's clean this fucking place up. We fucking just, oh my God, we've disrespected this earth so much. Why am I off topic? God, I'm not supposed to be talking about any of this stuff. So yeah, I went to Slayton's. We had a great goddamn time. We stopped at a restaurant. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a tavern there in Hot Springs, North Carolina. And, oh, my gosh, they had so much great beer. Uh, local, you know, from South Carolina, North Carolina beer. They had uh, great, fantastic food. 
one of the key things that they mentioned on their menu is that they were world, they had world famous uh, mozzarella sticks. And fuck, they are fucking world famous. They are the best mozzarella sticks I've had in my lifetime so far. And like I said, I'm almost 49 years old. So think about that. So that place is great. I'll try and tag those guys in the uh, in the show notes on the post. But fantastic, and uh, you know the weather was great. We had a little bit of drizzle here and there, but oh my god, it was so fucking great. Thank you, Slayton. Thank you, Lily. I appreciate it. I've been going out on the Ashley River because nobody, you know, if I go out on the Edisto, I have to have somebody else to go with me. I have to have. We have to have two vehicles. We have to drop one. We have to go up up river on the other one, and uh, we have to go, you know, paddle down the river, and then we pick up the other vehicle, drive up to the other. So it's a whole process. You got to have two people at least. Uh, you got to carry all this gear. You got to fucking coordinate. You got to find the landings. You got to drive to everything. So it's it's a pain in the ass. So I've been going out on the Ashley lately. It's easy. It's accessible. It's right down the road. I mean, literally 10 minutes. Uh, you can put in, uh, you have to, you know, what I've been doing lately, uh, you can do what you want. I mean, you can go out there and paddle against currents and rivers and, and, and work your ass off if you want to, and that's fine. I appreciate that, and I do that sometimes. But what I've been doing lately is I've been following the tides, whether it be low tide, high tide, and I'll put in about two hours in front of whatever that tide is, if it's going to be a low tide, I'll put in two hours prior and I'll go uh, downriver on the low tide, uh, go a couple miles or a couple hours out, and then that tide's going to start washing back in to create the high tide. So I'll ride that tide back in. Uh, on my way out, normally it's a slack tide, so it's pretty easy paddling. You're not paddling against any currents. Uh, same thing, the opposite, on the high tide side. You put in a couple hours ahead of high tide. You take the, the river up, you go up river at the slack tide, and then when that tide starts washing out, once you hit high tide, it's now going back to low tide, right? So that water is going to start washing back out to the ocean, and you kind of ride that tide back in. Sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a heavy ride, and sometimes it's just, uh, you know, very nonchalant. But if you turned around and you started going up again or down again, you would notice that uh, that slight tide sh tide shift. So it's not it's not a heavy tide coming in out, but it's just enough to where it's nice to have that little back push. You know, it's kind of pushing you. Sometimes you get a headwind that fucking you know goes against you, but overall, that's a good way to do it if you're looking to have a uh, you know just a nice paddle. And that's not saying that you just fucking sit back and relaxing. Do that if you want to, but. I'm trying to train for this Mississippi River, so I will definitely be stroking. Maybe I should restate that paddling down the river, up the river. So, what else am I going to talk about? Oh, I got back today. <laughs> um, uh, one time I went out a couple times. One time, I went out with Gordon and Richard. Uh, then, of course, I went with Slayton and Lily up in Tennessee and did some uh, some whitewater rafting, some heavy paddling, some heavy rapids, uh, class four at the top. Uh, which I got a video. I'd love to play it. I should play it, but I'm not going to play it because Slayton told me not to play it. But we hit this uh, one class four rapid on the French Broad. And uh, I had my phone attached to a carabiner on my uh, life jacket. And, you know, it's kind of sitting, you know, it's kind of hanging, hanging from my life jacket, whatever. I had it on a, on a string so I could pick it up and I could switch it around and I could do video and all this kind of stuff. I turned it on, you know, I, I got a shot at the rapid before we went through it and then I dropped it because I had to paddle so I couldn't just keep the phone up. So it spins around, you see a lot of my stomach, a lot of my thigh, my leg, whatever. And then when I had the chance to, I'd pick it up again and I'd fucking take another shot. And really I was just kind of catching the audio of, of what was going on. But we got stuck on a rock or in between two rocks. 
and Slayton's trying his hardest to get us out of it. You know, like I said, Lily is a guide now as well, so she's pretty well versed on on how to get out of a sticky situation, and we were stuck, so it was a sticky situation. And uh, all of a sudden, not all of a sudden. I mean, we were just stuck. We couldn't get out. There was three fucking boats down at the at the bottom watching us. They went around the fucking easy way, and they're sitting there watching us, judging us, or at least Slayton thinks they're judging us. And <laughs> Slayton starts to get he starts to get a little irate. You know, fuck, come on, guys, we gotta get the fuck on the same goddamn page. We're not gonna get anywhere if we're all doing fucking something different. Fuck, guys, fuck, 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 and just he got pissed off, and I can understand it. You're in the limelight, you're in the front stage, people are looking at you. Uh, you're trying to perform, you're supposed to be professional, you've been doing this for years, you hate to get stuck in a rock, but we got stuck. I mean, bottom line is, we got stuck. That's all we can do, is try to get the fuck out. So, I thought the video was great. He's asked me not to post it, but we did eventually get out. You know, we worked it out, we fucking did a, a mind maze, and, uh, and just fucking figured out a way to get out of a situation. And that's what life is all about, right? I mean, sometimes you get stuck. And you just have to, you just got to stop for a second. You got to breathe. You got to take a deep breath. Sometimes just close your eyes. Um, separate yourself from the situation at the moment and, and just kind of take a breath and relax and breathe. And just get it, get out of your head. And then you got to kind of come back into your head because that's where your ideas are. You have to be in there. But sometimes first you have to just kind of separate yourself from the fucking situation. And you've got to say, okay, this is where we are. We've tried this. We've done this. We've done this. Now, we have to figure out what have we not done and what should we do and what can we do and how can we do it to get out of this situation. And that's where you come back into your mind. And now you put these ideas together, and now you've got a plan, and now you execute, and you just get out of it. It's, you know, sometimes it's harder than others, but most times if you just take a second and you breathe, and let's be honest, sometimes you don't have that luxury. Sometimes you're in a situation where you got to have a, a split-second decision. You've got to make a decision quickly, or your life is gone. I mean, there's no doubt about it, but... Most times you've got enough time and, and you can really figure things out if you just slow things down. And I really believe, although time, you know, time is a construct, time is, ah, time is different to everybody, but I really believe that if you, if you slow your breathing down, close your eyes, Breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, and just relax. And you might think, you know, I've only got seconds, I've only got a minute to get this done, to get out of this situation. But I, I tell you, I promise you, if you breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, if you calm yourself, if you relax, and you really just clear your mind, and see the big picture, your brain is going to figure it out. You open your eyes, and you see what you have to do. And that's what happened. We saw what we had to do. We got out of it. We, come, we came down like a fucking champ. Kudos from everybody down at the bottom. Great job getting out of there. So, you know, you're thinking everybody's judging you. Everybody's fucking judging you on how are you going to get out of that fucking situation. And they're going to fucking put that in their mind. They're going to put that in their fucking Rolodex, in their file cabinet, and they're going to say, you know what? I remember when they're in that situation, they're going to say, I remember when fucking Slayton and Lily and Brian were in that goddamn situation, and this is what they did to get out of it. They stayed calm. They communicated with each other. They fucking, they worked together, and they got out of the goddamn situation, and that's what's going to come of what happened that day. So Slayton... I want you to, uh, you know, fucking get out of your head about it. You were the star of that fucking day. You might think that you 
ruined that trip and that uh, that was shitty and that you shouldn't have got stuck and oh my god I'm better than this I'm a fucking great guy I got stuck in between two rocks I'm an asshole I'm shitty I'm a piece of piece of dirt but what you did was you got out of that situation you got to stay on that river safely you got to stay on to where those people gave you kudos and told you what a great job you did and I guarantee you, you help them get through their next situation. So, anyway, that's what happened. It was fantastic. Um, I got way off track. I was talking about, I, I pulled off the river today. <laughs> I got off the river today. I pulled up. Uh, there was a boat uh, launching, and then there was another, um, there's only two ramps right there. So there was a boat launching. There was another uh, truck backing in to accept the boat to come off the river. So both both of the the two ramps were were backed up. I pulled around to the side and just kind of paddled around and just fucking waited until one of them got out of the way so I could pull up into the ramp and get out of the water. So I so I come around. <laughs> I just heard somebody lock their door out there outside the trailer here. So it, it just kind of. Uh, <sighs> distract me for a second. So I pull up finally to the ramp. I pull up, uh, I get out, I throw my paddle out. I, I get out, pull my boat up. I've got, um, I don't know if you can see him or not. I'll see if I can pull this out and I'll show you what I got on. So I had these, um, I got these shorts on, you know. They're compression shorts. They're kind of, Kind of like a yoga pant type thing, I guess you could say. Right? I pull out with that. I have my shirt off. So I just have those shorts on. I get out. I'm, I'm pulling my boat up. I uh, grab a couple things out of there. I go to the, I go up to the... Um, I haven't got my truck yet. So I pull the boat up. I'm walking to go get my truck to come down and, and, and retrieve my kayak and get it in the back of the truck. There's a car sitting there right... Uh, parallel to the fucking boat landing to the ramp and uh, he calls me up there and he's like hey come on hey over here buddy so hey man you look great out there man oh i'm not gay or anything but you look oh you look good uh, i just want to let you know that you look like you're in shape and whatever and i saw you you pull in and i've seen you a couple times up here you look like you know what you're doing there's a lot of people out here that have no clue what they're doing when they're kayaking and you look like a professional and I, I just wanted to, to let you know that. And I'm, again, I'm not gay or anything, but uh, I just want to let you know that. So I said, okay, man, I appreciate it. I said, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I got to get back over here. I got to go get my truck and uh, get everything packed up. I've been out here for a long time. I just did, uh, you know, 10 miles, you know, three and a half hours or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I, I got you, man. Hey, do you mind if I get a picture of you? I want to send it, uh, you know, to my wife and, uh, Whatever, and I said, you know what? I don't give a fuck. So I, I walked over there and I said, okay, um, you know, go ahead and take a picture. And he said, hey, can, can you just move over a little bit further uh, to your left? So I move over and I'm like, okay. He takes a picture and I'm like, yeah, so I'm, I appreciate you saying that. I'm, I'm training. I'm getting ready to go up and do the Mississippi River. And he said, oh, I used to live in Minnesota and you're doing the whole river and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we had this whole conversation. So then. I finally break loose. I go to get my truck. I, I drive the truck down. I reverse it. I, I back up to my boat. I put the boat in the in the back of the truck. I get everything on. I get my shirt on. I get everything squared away. Everything cinched up. I was getting ready to get in my truck and walk away. And the guy says, hey, Brian, because he had asked my name earlier, so he knew my name. Hey, Brian, come over here for a second. So he, he points his phone at me. And he says, hey, this is, a, this is the girl I sent your, your photo to. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't say this, but I'm thinking, this is a fucking canned-ass photo. This motherfucker just, um, he just Googled, you know, hot girl on fucking Google or something. And he showed me this girl. I mean, it looks like any girl that you can imagine that has, uh, you know, catfished you. Not catfished you, but um, trolled you and trying to get you to, um, to accept them as a friend on Facebook. You know, what they're going to do is... Uh, take all your fucking account information or whatever and you you, you know it's a fake account so that's what this girl looked like and i'm like yeah this 
this guy is gay as a motherfucker. He wants to fuck me so bad, which there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there's something wrong with that because he, I don't go that way, but there's nothing wrong with him being gay. But he for sure wanted to, uh, to get with me. And I believe it was because of my, my tight shorts is what I believe. So there's that. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Um, what else here? I almost went up to Sumter this weekend. I was supposed to go Friday and then I didn't go and I was supposed to go Saturday and I didn't go and I was supposed to go Sunday and I didn't go. There's a, a kayak called a Pungo 120. Uh, you know, what I tool around in right now is a, is a real entry-level recreational kayak called a Pelican Mustang 100X. It's a 10-footer. And the Pungo 120 is a 12-foot kayak. It's got a little bit different hull on it. It's a little bit more of a V-shape. It's got less of a, you know, flat bottom on it. It's a little more true kayak. It's going to go faster. It's going to go truer. It's got uh, a bigger opening in it as far as uh, accommodating me as far as a kayaker. A lot of good stuff to it. It's got a higher hull or higher bow. So when you're crashing into some waves and you do some white water and things like that, you can have a little bit uh, uh, less water, you know, coming over the front of your boat. I was going to go get that. They retail it for about a thousand bucks, maybe eleven hundred bucks, depending on what you get. I went on to Marketplace and searched them, and they had uh, there was a guy up in something that had two of them, uh, Pungo 120s, and they were eight hundred bucks, and that included a paddle and a, a life preserver, you know, a PFD. So I said, shit, that's a great goddamn deal. Because, you know, a panel can be anywhere from 50 bucks up to 150 bucks. A uh, life jacket can be, you know, 50 bucks to 100 bucks. So to get that deal for, for, for $800, where the kayak itself is fucking $1,000, I said, shit, I'm going to get that. And I'm, I'm going to be able to train in a 12-foot boat. Uh, my canoe that I'm taking out on the Mississippi is going to be a 13-foot boat. It's some change. So I want to get into a bigger boat and, and get used to manipulating a, a little bit longer uh, vessel. But I, as the weekend went on, I said, you know what, fuck it. I don't think it's worth it uh, to spend the 800 bucks, especially when I've only got, you know, two, two and a half weeks left of, of doing any paddling. If I would have got it maybe a couple months ago, yeah, fantastic. That would have been a good deal. I should have thought of it, but I did not. So I didn't get it. I, I messaged him today and said, look, man, I, I just don't think I got enough time to, to really get a lot of training in on that boat. And I don't think it's worth the money for me right now. So I might uh, purchase one when I get back for sure. But at the moment, I'm not doing it. So I did not get a new boat. And what else? I think that's about it. I mean, we're 48 minutes in. We haven't done a show in, fuck, a month. I think I've talked about pretty much everything. I don't know what else to talk about. Again, if you want one of these hats, here, we'll put it up here. We'll put it up in this little motherfucker here. Can I get in there? Can I get in there? If you want one of these hats, a craft conversation hat, let me know. 30 bucks. I'll order you one. I'll send it to you. Um, I'll fucking autograph it if you want me goddamn to. I don't know. Whatever. But if you need a hat, message me. Let me know. I won't know unless you let me know, and I'll get you a hat. All right. I think that's it. I'm going to try and see if I can get this thing up. Matter of fact, I did, uh, you know, when we went on the Pigeon River with Slayton, I did an entire, I did about an hour and 45 fucking minute video. I had my GoPro, first time I used my new GoPro, and I chopped it all up, took out all the dead spots and whatever, and, and tried to keep it interesting as, as much as possible. 
I drilled it down to about an hour of time. I um, exported it over and, and threw it into Audacity and I fucked around with the audio and got the audio cleared up a little bit. Took out some of the waves and some of the, you know, the river noise and tried to up and whatever. You know, all the bullshit that you do with audio because I'm the, I'm the fucking audio engineer. I'm the sound engineer. I'm the fucking audio. I'm the video. I'm the fucking producer. I'm the goddamn PR guy. I'm everything in this fucking show. I'm the only guy. I'm the only person. I got it all squared away. I put it into Premiere Pro. I fucking rendered it. I exported it. I tried to upload it to YouTube and it did not work. So I've got an hour video out there from the river that I have yet to be able to produce and get up there on the YouTubes. So hopefully I'll get that done shortly. But as for right now, this first video. It's been done in about a month. So hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, Whatever, go watch something else. <laughs> because this is the show. This is what I do. Um, I've been trying to, to nail down Dan Riley. He's not uh, he's not participating. You know, uh, I can only try and track him down so many times before he needs to contact me and say, "Hey, I want to be on your fucking show." Uh, I've offered it to him. I've I've got it there. We, you know, he's had to cancel. I've had to cancel. But um, I don't think it's a priority on his list. So there's that. But uh, Corey Dalton Tate, uh, we have, we have done the same thing. I've had to cancel once. He's had to cancel once and, um, we're still trying to get together. So I'm trying to get a couple guests in here before I leave. And then we'll see what happens from the Mississippi and how we, how we do things from there. So, all right. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you soon.